After recently watching all the Homeward Bound movies and then proclaiming himself an expert animal psychoanalyst, much to the annoyance of his peers, here he is, Dr. Richard Cranium. And I was paid to say this, thanklessly, giving up his time to help the hopeless rubes who may need him find solutions to their problems. Without further introduction, here he is. You're welcome. Ah, you may not have even noticed this, but I'm quite pleased I actually did my own introduction this episode, and I just feel it who better to introduce myself than myself. Makes perfect sense, math, one plus one, two, four, eight other numbers that are higher than the ones I've mentioned. And we move on to what uh, is our first caller. And, sir, what can I help you with? Well, you see, what I got is a moral quandary, sir. Well, uh, let me tell you, I am exactly the type of man that judges others based on the sound of their voice. And I believe that you may not even know what that word Quandary means, so I will ask you please to explain. You reckon a little bitty speck of dust like me has any right to travel time and change history? I assume you've got up to a little uh, thought experiment, did you? I would picture that beyond your presumed intellect, but you know some of the greatest minds in human history, derive many of their ideas from the very same road that you have begun to travel. No, no, that what's a what to call it? I ain't from New York. I can travel time, though. Just starting to feel like it ain't no place for little old me be poking around in what God did change and whatnot, even if I do think I should. All right, I, I do hear you. I just want to take a brief moment to uh, apologize to our listeners. Uh, our engineers just informed me that he has tried his best to try to clean up the sound of this phone call, but as we are a Canadian-based program, and this seems to be fairly long distance, and the connection is just what it's going to be for the rest of the show. So, moving back on to you with my dresser, I... Would like to know what uh, is your name, Rube? Name ain't Rube, it's Jimbo. On account of that's the size I take my soda and my women. Well then, Jimbo, it would, might be more apt for your name to be Jumbo. Am I? Am I right? I do, though, sympathize as if you were named Jumbo, and as you said, had the proclivity for them thick-bottomed girls. I must say that I share your enthusiasm and also recognize that they must make the world go round. Well, said that, I must assure you that time travel is not possible, although some have theorized that it may someday be in our lifetime. Just uh, know that uh, I 
do believe that uh, a feat could be possible, but I need to know how do you believe you have achieved such a feat? Been blessed by aliens, sir. Aliens, the whole reason this thing doesn't turn my life upside down. Aliens, you say? I... Yes, I could see how a mind might twist things to believe in such audacity, but uh, I, I must say at this point, I'm about to pass you off as a wilderness and move on to another caller who may better use my time. Although, against my better judgment, I will grant you one chance to explain yourself. Please do start at the beginning and tell me how you came to encounter these extraterrestrials and come into possession of this time travel technology. Must have been three weeks ago, if it was a Sunday. I'd finished mowing the lawn. I was laying back in the hammock, sipping some shine and passing the time. About four bells to dinner, I'd done try to take one more sip and knows my shine dead and I'm gone empty. So what I am assuming you are saying is in a roundabout way you were drunk, Jimbo? I ain't saying I was. I ain't saying I ain't. Ain't not really much point going speculating on that, is there, Doctor? I would strongly agree there is, but continue anyhow. Well, I started walking to the store, only about five trailers from mine down on the edge of the park, when someone calls out, Jumbo, he says to me. So I looks up. I ain't never seen him around here before. Not never. So you mean to say this is when you met the extraterrestrials? Well, they look like people, sure enough. But how do they know my name? Your eye sockets can be awful full of lies. I found that out. Yes, sir, I found that out real good. Well, then, uh, please do tell me what happened next. They say they got something for me, and they called me over. So I crosses the lane towards them. They was in the finest trailer I've ever did see. Leastways, it looked like a trailer, but I'm fairly certain it was a disguised spaceship. It was all scientific looking, like a laboratory inside and covered in metal with bars on the windows wrapped around with tinfoil and shit. So it was like tinfoil, or, or was it tinfoil? Well, yeah, tinfoil, but like space tinfoil. Right. I'm dead serious. Pretty sure they had, like, people suits on or something. It's a good thing, because otherwise I would have just assumed they wanted to do butt stuff. I ain't no get down with butt stuff, sir. I'd have ran away right then. So, butt stuff and time travel. Intriguing story, uh, is this when you first time traveled? No, not yet. They gave me a little glass rocket and some fuel for it and told me they usually have to charge me 50 bucks to cover the space fees, but they could tell I had a predilection for scientific exploration and were kind enough to give it to me free of charge. Only they never did exactly say it was a time travel device. I didn't find that out till I got home and tried it out. So then, uh, what did you think you were buying? A good time. They only saw I'd been drinking and thought I'd like this better than all that homemade moonshine. Oh, okay. Then, uh, what happened next, Mr. Jimbo? Well, I went home and activated the device as per their instructions. First thing, it was like... I was swirling through space and time, stars whizzing by, and reality melting away from where I sat. It felt great, like underpants made out of baby possum fur. Next thing I knew, I woke up on my couch, and I knew it was in the past because I went outside to get more liquor and noticed my grass ain't been cut yet. So, what you are suggesting is that you 
traveled back in time to before you had cut your grass. That I did. So after I got that bottle of liquor, I mowed that lawn again. Only thing, after that, I had a hankering to do a bit more time traveling, so I put that little time machine in my mouth and lit the fuel up just like they told me. Woke up on my couch again and went outside and found the grass ain't cut again. Blew my mind. I tell you, I had big plans for this time travel thing. But then I started to realize everything I do ends up in the past and ain't got no bearing on the present. And does it even do anything? And like, will it go back to how it was? I guess what I'm also wondering is, so would you think if I could just buy one pizza and go back in time every day to eat it again and again? I'd never have to buy another pizza again. Shit, and if I could do that, I could do the same thing with Moonshine. But I'll tell you what, it didn't work. Came back from my latest time travel venture. Sure enough, grass was long as a July afternoon, but the pizza was gone and all the shine was drank up. Okay, uh, just before we go any further, let me let me just clarify uh, one question that I have, and that that's that you said that you put the time machine to your mouth and you lit the fuel. Yeah, that's right. That's how it works, Doctor. Don't work if you just light the fuel. Okay, and would you mind, can you tell me what does this time machine look like? Sure, it's all clear and kind of shiny, like a little glass rocket, like I said, Doc. Got a hole in the front and a hole in the back. Right, and and this fuel, does it uh, create smoke, and do you in, inhale that smoke? Again, Doctor, of course that's how it works. You think just burning fuel is going to do a damn thing besides waste it? Them little blue crystals look scientific and expensive. You ought to know about this kind of thing. Seriously, you're supposed to be the smart one. Um, I'm pretty sure I've I've heard enough. Let me run this by you. I I propose that uh, you are not in fact time traveling, but but rather just uh, smoking crystal meth. Now oh, that's crazy talk. I know what I saw. Now now, just hear me out here. I merely suggest that you probably instead of time travel have just been smoking drugs tripping balls, passing out on your couch for days, and then waking up thinking you had a previous date because your grasses had the chance to grow again. The only thing I can tell you is what exactly you've been smoking. I don't know whether it's been crack, salvia, monkey jizz. I only suggest that what is your major concern is, even for a yokel as yourself, is... That these aliens, you must know, are most likely drug dealers. Drug dealers that I will add you owe $50 to. Drug dealers that, by my calculations, you have not paid for about three weeks. I highly suggest that you stop trying to make a pizza and bottle of alcohol last forever and instead pay these people so that you may not exacerbate your terrible situation of dependence and owing slavery. More, please, Jimbo, remember only fools use drugs unless you get them from me, a real doctor, and I will ask you to stay on the line with my receptionist and I will get you any oxy or lithium valium, anything such as that that I can prescribe you to 
help you grow healthier as an individual and get off these terrible, terrible drugs, make some healthier choices, right? Well, I must say I've grown rather partial to my little time travel rocket, but uh, you are a doctor. I'll take your word for it. You send me some of them little pills and uh, we'll uh, see how that goes. I do uh, enjoy the thought of being one with the rest of America, united under the pharmaceutical banner. Thank you, doctor, and God bless you. You know, it just warms my heart to speak to such individuals that are just gentle and pure and innocent as they are stupid to improve their lives and further grow as individuals. Now, I must move on. It's time for a brief commercial break and we will return with the second half of our program. You've tried other gravies. Jeez, Mom, what's this dehydrated horse jizz? Now try the best. From the makers of Chicken Chops comes the fantastic new product, Uncle Frying Pan's Genuine Yak Gravy. Slow roasted and canned in our top secret facilities, bypassing state laws, a rich and mysteriously creamy gravy ready to use. Big family dinner, impressing a date, Uncle Frying Pan's Genuine Yak Gravy. You've tried the best. Now, try the rest. I must say that I myself am looking forward to trying that gravy as they've given me 48 cases of the shit to uh, have them on my podcast. Not much money, but I sure have a lot of yak gravy. Let's move forward to our next call-up. Hello, you are on the air. Oh, hello, 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 hello. hi, hello. Good, good day. You should quit that. It is very annoying. Ah, yes, of course. I'm just calling because I believe that maybe I've listened to another of your episodes and you've been able to hypnotize people. I'm hoping that you may be able to help me. I, you, I, I'm having trouble at night when I lay my head down to fall asleep. I'm up all night and I would just like something to... I've tried music, I've tried boring documentaries, and everything I do, I just lay there and I cannot go to sleep. I may be able to help you. Uh, you uh, have obviously heard the instructions on my last hypnosis, but to the listener, in case I may be able to assist you with the same problem, I would suggest that everyone go into a quiet, dark room and close the blinds, have no auditory uh, disturbance or things that might disturb your vision, something totally calm, something peaceful, take a couple breaths, sit there, calm now, and listen to this. Your head meets the pillow. Your bed is the most comfortable place you possibly 
have ever been. You sink deeper into the comfort, deeper, deeper, deeper. Your eyelids grow heavy, eyeballs into glass. Your troubles no longer seem to affect you. Every thought, every problem is put on the bedside table, waiting for you in the morning. Right now, it is not your concern. You drift, drift away, drifting further and further into the abyss, into darkness, into night. You sleep. Your brain drifts away, has its own problems, its own life. It takes on as you forget yours. As you pass into the unconscious realm, into the realm of nighttime, I want you to think of one thing. Streams, rivers, rushing, flowing, always, always moving, always flowing, water, gallons and gallons of water, gushing, flowing, moving quickly, your bladder starts to ease. Your bladder finally gives up the hope of holding back such torrential fluid and you piss yourself. You piss yourself, your bladder gives up and you start to urinate all in your bed, down your leg. You do not wake up. You do not wake up until you have finished pissing yourself. You have now soiled your whole bed. You are laying in a puddle, a puddle of dampness, of damp fluid, damp urine. You lay there. In the morning, when you wake up, you will not even acknowledge that you have urinated your bed. It will seem like the most restful sleep that you have ever had. You will be ready to face the day. All your problems you had left for yourself on the bedside table, you will now pick up and handle with ease. Once again, never knowing that you just took a big damn piss in your bed. You now, at the sound of my voice, will wake up and Every night that you fall, that you lay, that you go to sleep, you will think of my words and follow my every instruction. On the count of one, two, three, you will wake up. You are restful. You are dreaming. One. Well, there you have it. I 
hope that I was able to help some of you through some of your problems and dilemma, and possibly at least entertain those I could not. I only have time for our last remaining sponsor, and we will then wrap up with the credits. I will at this time say thank you for listening, and you're welcome. Hey, folks, are you tired of clipping your toenails? Well, guess what? So is everyone. That's why your good friends at Sumor have brought to you their world-famous foot boiler. Now, in the comfort of your own home, you can soak your feet in the soothing, boiling waters of Sumor's foot cooker and boil off those pesky toenails, never again to be clipped or foiled over, never again to be worried about at the beach. Do you have long toenails? Are they unsightly? Are they fungus-like? It doesn't matter, because we'll boil them off at Sumor. You have been listening to You're Welcome with your host, Dr. Richard Cranium. Brought to you today by Uncle Frying Pan's Genuine Yak Gravy and the Sumor Foot Cooker. We thank our callers and our listeners. Until the next time, you're welcome.